Hello and welcome to the Honest Property Investment Podcast. My name is Natasha Collins. I'm the host of this podcast. I'm also the founder of NC Real Estate, which includes my members club for landlords and property investors to come and build commercial property portfolios. It's open this week. <gasps> okay, so in terms of the members club, it is for you if you are looking for some direction in how to buy your next commercial property deal. What it does is it gives you the exact steps you need to be able to go through and find your perfect commercial property within you know 15 minutes of searching a day. Trust me, we have got the processes for that. Then to analyze it quickly. And then you can come and speak to my team of surveyors to get a second opinion and all of that knowledge and info about whether it's a good deal, a bad deal, and how you should make a decision of where to offer. Honestly, it is your one-stop shop for knowing exactly how to invest in your next commercial property. Is it a course? No, it is not a course because we know how fatigued you are with all the courses that are going on. It is help with surveyors in your pocket to guide you along the way. So if you want to come and join us, the doors are only open this week. So head on over to ncrealestate.co.uk forward slash members club. And if you have any questions about the members club whatsoever, you can email me natasha at ncrealestate.co.uk. I look forward to seeing you in the members club. This week is a follow-on from last week's topic. So last week we discussed the market around commercial property. If you haven't listen to that go back listen to it um so this week we're going to be discussing what commercial property to invest in i get asked this so much and so this is me coming to you and saying this is how you make the decision first up i have a quiz you can go to my website ncrealestate.co.uk and it will go through it but actually if you want the whole help and support come and join the members club because we can have a look at your goals and see actually what is right for you because every single property type is individual and the, every single strategy is individual for an investor. It depends on really what you want. So when we're talking about what commercial property to invest in, we can have a look at different types so for example, with commercial, we're defining it as anything that's industrial, retail, office, leisure, basically anything that's not residential and can be used for business purposes. Now, commercial property has real benefits for investing in it and the reason being is usually once you've got a tenant in there the tenant will stay in for five to ten years um chances are they'll renew the lease with you once they've put down roots in the location they're trading in unless they expand and they are far better payers in my experience 
experience. You may say, Natasha, no, I've got commercial tenants who don't pay. Yeah, sometimes you get that as you do with residential. But if they don't pay, you've got better mechanisms in the commercial property world to get those tenants out, which I like. Um, so those are the benefits, really, of why it's good. It's easier to value as well, I think residentials or bricks and mortar commercial is investment value so you can go and find the comparable yield you look at what market rent is and you use that to value the property i think that's much more simple um because <laughs> again it's valued based upon the risk in the market at the time so from my point of view that makes commercial property far more exciting and you can be like me where commercial property you buy you never bother going and seeing it because the tenants are on full repairing and insuring leases and so they do everything with the building and you can just leave it alone sweet 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 so from that point of view that's why i really like it yes it's not as easy as just putting it into a bank but if you've got the right building with the right tenants on the right lease you know it doesn't take so much of your time up now, we need to talk about the market and market analysis when you are considering what to invest in and what commercial property type to invest in. Now, I would be looking at what's going on in the local market that you're looking to invest in. You should have a look at the quirks. You should have a look at where developments are coming in or things that aren't so great. For example, I was talking to a client about investing on the Isle of Wight today, and I have my reservations about the Isle of Wight because of how much it costs to get onto the Isle of Wight. So good transfers and getting actual people there. I mean, I know there's a community on the Isle of Wight. Great. There's people who live there permanently. But for the majority of the time, the Isle of Wight relies on a lot of tourism. If you're there during the Isle of Wight Festival, fabulous. You're going to get a huge amount of trade for your business. If it is outside of peak season and you're relying on people coming from the mainland, then it may be that the tenant will struggle a little bit more. It's also harder for you to get there if you're having to pay an awful lot of money to get to the property. And that situation it's all I sometimes I'm a bit like yes if I lived on the Isle of Wight brilliant I'd invest in the Isle of Wight if I don't live on the Isle of Wight it's going to take me a long time to get there then that's going to be an issue for me um I was then looking at a town like Bridgewater in Somerset okay it smells bad we all know that if you don't know that then now you do but uh Jaguar Land Rover looking at building a gigafactory there if that comes off, it's really going to help. Bridgewater anyway is a fantastic hub for uh, building energy plants. They're looking at building green energy plants. But at the same time, it's just a place where there's a lot of activity going on in terms of energy. Right. So that's kind of a positive. I like that. That's bringing things to the area. You look at other places where have I been looking um recently um for example the telephone boxes that we manage we've been looking at the areas where these telephone boxes are located like the shard greenwich those areas are great because 
there's a lot of footfall. People walk past them from the tube to go to their houses. That is really important to know. You need to know what the pros are, what brings people to the area and what the cons are and whether the area is going to expand or not. That is also vital. And the only way you're going to do that or get to know that is by doing your research, Googling, find out what's going on, find out what brands are coming into the area. If you see the likes of Zara coming into the area or the likes of Waitrose coming into the area, you know, it's a great area. If those types of brands are moving out, you're thinking, oof, what happens? Reason being, these big, big retailers have huge research departments. I mean, the big supermarkets do a lot of research. So Sainsbury's, Tesco's, Waitrose, Co-op. They do so much market research about where they're coming into and the big retailers do it too, H&M, Zara. They will look at the merits of putting a property in the right location and they will look at mm, what does it work for or what doesn't it work for? Is there enough people here that we can hire as well? So it's you might decide that you want to get in contact with the estates department or the person who's looking at where they're acquiring sites and asking, why did they choose that? You can reach out to them on LinkedIn, do a search. Who is the asset manager for, you know, Primark? You know, whatever shop you want to be near or wherever you've seen someone come in, why have they picked that location? That is really good way of doing market research. It's a good way of networking as well. There is certainly going to be people who talk to you. There might be people that ignore you, but if you don't ask, you never know. And that is vital in terms of your market analysis. You need to know what's going on. You need to know where the demand is and why tenants are coming into the area. That then gives you an idea for what types of property are in demand in which area, right? You could go somewhere that's industrial. So if we talk going back to Bridgewater and Somerset, you might think, actually, I'd like some warehouses or maybe retail is going to do well. Maybe offices are going to do well. But I certainly think there's a lot there for uh, warehouses and industrial. So then you would start looking at that type of property. But remember, if a type of property is in demand, it is going to be more expensive. That means that your yields are going to be lower, right? Um, It may be that you think, actually, this could go either way. The property we were looking at in Bridgewater, I think was only £125,000. So when I'm looking at that for my client, I'm like, it could be a massive risk, but you are... um, you know, you're getting a higher yield on it. Do you want to take the punt on that? And that's kind of the questions that I'd be asking my clients. But again, you need to think about your goals. If you want something less risky, you want the lower yields. So warehousing, for example, and industrial is less risky at the moment. I'm not going to say that's forever, but at the moment it's less risky than the likes of offices and uh, retail. Leisure, to a certain extent, is doing okay. Uh, cinemas are a bit kind of hit and miss, but if you're buying like sports complexes or gyms or that kind of thing, it's actually doing all right now. The same as nursery schools, the same as care homes, they're doing all right at the moment, but that's um, at schools and 
care use slightly outside of the leisure but have a look at what you like some people as well some investors really like to invest for the long lease term so you might think well actually I don't care what type of property I invest in, but I want a 10, 15, 20 year lease. It's medical. They will take that sort of uh, property. So then you think, okay, but I want that longer lease. I'm going to start looking for properties that already have medical tenants in them or nursery tenants in them who also typically take longer leases. Whereas if you think, okay, well, I want to get the higher yields and I want there to be the ability for growth potentially, you're going to be wanting to invest in an area where there are, um, there are the possibilities for growth. And in that situation, I'd be looking at what retail's coming in. How can I use that retail unit? If retail doesn't work so well, are there other exits that I could get involved in? So for example, could I turn the upper parts to residential or could I uh, make them into little office spaces or what could I do with the building? Basically, I'm always looking at that. What are the other options? And so if you're happy to get involved from a point of view of, okay, there's more risk, but there's more that I could potentially do from the building, then you're gonna be looking at that offices and retail right now. So successful commercial property investments that we're seeing at the moment uh, in Bath, I've mentioned this before, where we have investors investing, I invest, retail is doing really, really well. Um, and so you'd be looking at some, really great yields a client of ours has just purchased a building in newark in um the marketplace so in the center of newark that's retail that does really well as retail um client of ours is purchasing a building in chippenham we're going to do that as offices because there are not really many small offices in chippenham and so we're going to be offering one two and three person offices from that building um why Chippenham? Well, it's on a commuter train line. There's a lot of budding entrepreneurs that live around there. And so that gives us the opportunity to provide some really great space for locals in the area. So when I'm thinking about those properties and what we've looked at, we've looked at what tenant types are doing really well in the areas we're looking at and then buying accordingly. And how do we choose the areas? Well, Generally, my clients will say, well, I want to be within a certain area or a certain distance to uh, to the area that I'm investing in. Um, can you find something in that location? That is how we pick. It is as simple as that. And then we do the research about the main towns and we have a look at the pros, the cons, the strengths, the weaknesses, the opportunities, the threats and see, you know, what's going on? What's going on? And then we invest accordingly. And then for some of our clients, then what they'll do is they'll bring it to us and they'll say, can you ask us questions? Like, what do you, what else do you think we should be looking out for? So once you've picked an area, you've picked a property, you're then looking at the tenant strength, the tenant covenant strength. Can that tenant afford to be in that building for a really long period of time and pay you the rent? So you look at the account history for that tenant. You look at how the area is changing. Is that tenants still going to be okay in that area? 
And do you think that they are going to be able to continue to trade? That's a really uh, important question. Um, how's the building doing? Is there a lot of maintenance? What sort of repairing lease are the tenants on? If it's full repairing and, and insuring, great. But are those tenants going to be able to afford to do the repairs? Those questions are vital. Absolutely vital so that you can tell if it is the right building to invest in. Because what you might not want to do is pick up a huge amount of repairs because your tenant's not going to do it. So then you start delving deeper. And that is definitely something we can help you with in the members club because we need to look at all the possibilities for there to be a weakness. Because we need to see whether we can get over that hurdle or not over that hurdle. And then finally, my final tip of advice, when you're looking at what type of property to invest in, something you care about. Oh, that might be something that people are a lot, you know, it's controversial, but if you're not excited about a building, then you're not going to invest in it right? You're not going to bother. You're not going to care. You're not going to jump through the hoops. I know that firsthand. I have worked with a huge amount of clients. If they don't care about a building, even if they've hired me to go and find a building for them, if they are not invested and they do not care about the building, they are not going to go through with it. And I would suggest that's the same for you. So if you don't like historic buildings, don't be looking at historic buildings. If you don't like you know, newer concrete construction, don't go through with it, right? Because you're not going to care about it. So whilst we can look at the merits of everything and we can look at, um, you know, the pros and cons of the market, ultimately, to invest well, you have to invest in a property that you are going to want to save if something goes wrong. Or you are going to want to push it through the sales process because it's not going to be easy. That is the type of property really you need to invest in. If it excites you, if it gives you that kind of, yes, I want that in my portfolio, that's your property, right? You can do all the research you want. You can find all the properties. We are seeing yields at the moment anywhere between 6% and 12%. That's a huge range of yields and you can get all of them right? And the area will depend. 12% will be in worse areas. The 6% will be in prime areas, right? But you could hate the worst areas, even if you want a 12% return and say, actually, no, I'm not going to invest there. So make sure, make sure that you care about the area you're investing in and the property you're going to buy. That is how deep down, after you've done all that other analysis, you know, what type of property to invest in and whether it is the right property for you. All right, so there we have it. When you ask me what property should I invest in and how do I find it? There you go, that's what you do. All right, everybody, remember, Members Club only open this week. So if you have been wanting to join us, find out more about it, head on over to ncrealestate.co.uk forward slash members club or email me, Natasha at ncrealestate.co.uk. Thank you so much for listening to me today. I will catch up with you very, very soon. 
Thank you so much for listening today. If you've loved this pod, make sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. And make sure to leave a five-star review as this makes me so happy and it helps to boost the show and get it out there to more property investors. Finally, if you want to email the pod, you can write to me, Natasha at ncrealestate.co.uk. I cannot wait to catch up with you again soon.